and welcome to My Little Pony Talk. It is Monday, May 18th. I'm your host, Pandora Rose, and this is my co-host... And this is my co-host... Someone, quick, find me the frying pan. I'm going to get you, you little. Ow! Co-host is here. Try this again. Hello? Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> now, I will say that right now we're having an electrical storm, so I can't guarantee that my reception is always going to be very good ah. until the storm is over. And I'm kind of jealous because right now my husband and child are out playing in the electrical storm and I'm here in the house. And that doesn't seem fair to me. I would think it would be much safer to be in the house during the electrical storm. You'd think that, but see, here's the thing. An electrical storm in, say... A Midwest state. It is something of a natural sort of phenomenon that can be very dangerous. Right? Yes. In Portland, it's akin to a laser light show at the planetarium. Ah. Nothing ever strikes anywhere near us. It's all upper atmosphere stuff. We we never we usually never see any of the bolts. We hear the sounds. We see flashes. Every once in a while, there's a bolt across the sky, but but it's a single small bolt. It's, it's, no one in Portland is afraid of electrical storms unless they're giant babies. Okay. We all go out and we dance in the rain and the electrical storms. I'm pretty sure most of us get 90% of our energy for the year from electrical storms. Like that's the, the two we'll have every year. Okay, good to know. Yeah, it's. Also, I want to give a shout out. Today is my little sister's 31st birthday, and it is also the 35th anniversary of Mount St. Helens eruption. Happy birthday to my very explosive volcanic sister and her birthday count. Or rather, the crater that follows. <laughs> so, you know, it's still an active volcano, too. It's growing a new dome. Yep. That's why I'm glad to be here, where there are no volcanoes that could possibly erupt and take out my house. That's ridiculous. 
<laughs> Part of me wants to go and see if I can find any cool rocks next to the dome. The only thing that stops me is I don't feel like driving that far. Because that's the sort of crazy person I am. Well, you collect My Little Ponies. This is true. And I have a toddler. Oh, I'm in the middle of restoring a June birth flower G1 pony for Melody's birthday. Ooh. Okay, you know what, computer? You're kind of ticking me off. I didn't do it. It has Windows 8. I hate Windows 8. What the? What's her no job talk? Okay, I'm in the studio, and it's like, it says we're not on the air. Boy, that's funny, because it looks like we're on the air to me. Ah, My computer, I swear, it's it's just, it's gone completely batty. I want to write a very angry letter to Microsoft. Because I'm pretty sure it is all Windows 8's fault. See, I have Windows 8 on my laptop, and it works perfectly fine. Yeah, every time I go into studio, it says it's not pulling anything up for me, and I'm logged in like normal. You know, so I'm not sure what the heck is going on. It's probably blog talk. Is blog talk not allowing a co-host and a host to both be in the studio at the same time now? Not that I know of. Because um, Samantha said blog talk was screwing around with her too so yeah it won't let me this is kind of pissing me off it won't let me log see normally I I open up the show there's another big thunder I open up the show and then it brings up the screen to if you want to listen to the show And see, like, you are now My Little Pony Talk 2618, and I'm My Little Pony Talk. I should be able to go in and sign in as the co host, but it won't let me. Hmm. And, like, I'm still, like, it's, it's, I have to look at. It, it lets me do moderator chat. It lets the, you know, like, I don't know. That is weird. And odd. As I said, it could just be blog talk being weird. It could be. Because as we know, blog talk is not perfect. 
That's true. We've had a lot of issues with Block Plug over the last six years. Yes. Going on seven. And for those of you who are complaining about the fact that we just giggle at the uh, at the technical difficulties, I say go find yourself another show. Well, there's not really much we can do besides giggle at the technical difficulties, you know? Exactly. It's a fault of the programming of blog talk, not any of our equipment, so right. we just have to work with what we have, you know? It's... Ooh, I think I think it's getting closer. Oh, dear. The rain's here, and that's even louder. We are pretty close to Beaverton. This might actually be a fairly entertaining electrical storm. Mm. You know, Pony Baby's birthday is in a couple weeks. Yeah, on June 5th. Crazy. Me too. Can you hear me crunching? No. Okay, go ahead. You know, I think I'm going to turn off the movie and the TV since the lights just flickered. Oh, dear. Ah. I'm going to open the window really big. I want to blow up loud. I really want to be outside. Let me out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put my shoes on. Are we going on a field trip? A little bit. I take it we can open up the windows today. You know, earlier today it was really warm. Like, the house got to be, like, 85 before I turned on the air conditioner. Okay. Okay, then I'll go ahead and open up my window before I go to bed. I'm actually going to close my laptop. We actually had to close up everything and turn on the air for the first time on Saturday. Because it was just like, it's it's been pretty humid, but we've been trying not to turn on the air. Oh, wow. It is great outside. (laughs) Now, I'm kind of contemplating at this point, as all the, the, the rooftops for the parking... Or metal, if I should stand under them, or if I should stay here in the stairwell, which is like, I don't know, 10 feet from them. Which way am I less likely to get fried? Being in the stairwell. Ah. I don't know if you can hear this over the phone. Did you mean, I'm going to put you on speakerphone so you can hear the nice thundery thing. 
She got lucky there. All I was doing was chewing. <laughs> uh, well, maybe that's why I couldn't hear you. Yep. But anyway, yeah, it's a great storm. Yeah, see, for me, storms mean, okay, are we going to lose power? And then let's time how long it takes Comet to put, bring us back up. Well, I'm not too worried about losing power. We should have another roar come in here in just a second. I think I just saw a flash. Um, I have like a billion candles. Mm. Because at my at me and, and Tony Huston's wedding, there were two big candelabras. And they ah. each held like seven candles. So I have at least 14 from that, plus the Unity nice. candle and the two candle, the two safer candles that went with that, plus all my <laughs> other candles for in case of emergencies. See, I would think that stuff would be the in case of emergency candles. <laughs> so you never got your planter back, huh? Hmm. It really was. Well, you know, I took a picture of the sign and I posted it on some, you know, you're from Tigers, you know. I was hoping somebody would have a heart and return it or know who took it, but. Talk to you later. I was just talking to my neighbor, Janet. Someone stole her turtle planter. Ah. You might want to get inside. You might want to get inside. The weather's going to get worse. (laughs) Are you okay on me? Come here. Are you okay on me? Oh, it's okay. Uh-oh. Did someone get afraid of the thunder and lightning? I think so. Oh. Hey. Would you like to say hi to people? I'm on the radio right now. Would you like to say hi? Okay, we'll get her home, okay? Would you like me to walk you home? Where? What apartment are you in? Okay, well, I'll go with you, okay? It's okay. It's okay, honey. It's okay. I think she's scared. I got her to her mommy. Oh, this is what I get for leaving the apartment. 
You get let it's not even by worse. All child. Oh uh, well. I mean, the, the little girl. I think she was like three. I'm surprised. Her and her brother were out in this by themselves anyway. Wow, it's getting even louder. I'm gonna have to go inside just to hear you. I can barely hear the thunder over the rave. Wow. That sounds like it's practically on top of us. Ah. So people are listening to my little pony talk to hear me consult small children and talk about our our delicious weather that I adore. Huh? Uh, nothing like a good electrical storm to get the blood pumping. <laughs> And I still have my air conditioning on because it's like 75 in here. Oh, those poor kiddos. I'm glad it was it. their mom was out looking for them. So yeah. I'm glad I ran into her. But, oh, those poor kiddos. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Melody and Fred are okay now. Well, where are they? They're out buying... Um, that book paper and envelope so I can finish Melody's invite to her friend birthday party. Her uh well Fred's Fred's mom decided she was going to throw a party for Fred's side of the family. And okay. she hasn't consulted with me on anything. She said she wanted to help throw a party, but she isn't actually helping so much as she decided to throw a party that she expects me and my daughter to be at. Ah. Um, and I don't think Melody will have fun at it because if the invitation is any indication, it's a party where basically re- retired people are going to get together and talk there's going to be a cake that Melody will probably have very little interest in because Melody isn't really a cake sort of a girl. And it's probably going to be a generic cake that she's not even going to care about. It seems like yeah. she's trying to throw a party that like one would throw for like a teenager or a grown-up except for a two-year-old. And so I'm having a separate party... 12 days after Melody's birthday party where I'm inviting a couple of her friends who are about her age so at the very least she has one party appropriate for a two-year-old. There you go. And then maybe... Go go ahead. Hmm? Oh, no, go ahead. I was about to say, at least your mother-in-law is trying to be nice. She is, but, like, you know, she's, like, 70. And she hasn't had a toddler for 35 years. Yeah. And I just don't think... She's quite aware of, 
I don't think she 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 has the the, the mindset, the right mindset anymore. You know, she's used to quiet parties where people sit at the table and talk a little bit and laugh. I think Melody's first birthday, she felt probably felt a bit overwhelmed, like it was really rowdy and noisy, and maybe like she feels like she needs to show me how to throw a party. But unfortunately, with a little kid's birthday party, it's going to be rowdy and noisy. Right. You know, that's, that's, that is the definition of a little kid's birthday party. That's why Chuck E. Cheese is like the party destination from hell for most most parents. <laughs> because it is it is loud and rowdy times ten. You know. So no, yeah, I yeah, thought it this, was times eleven. Just, yeah, something like that. It's it's like putting a loud party, a loud rowdy toddler party under a microscope. <laughs> or next to an amplifier. Something like that. So one of the two. So yeah, the Melody's friend birthday party, assuming the weather is nice, which it should be mid June, um will be outside on the lawn. We'll take the baby gate and make a little fenced in area so that the the, the bands of roaming children, as you have witnessed today, we have bands of roaming children. The bands of roaming children won't get into anything. And we'll oh, so just have a little picnic and then... So basically, if you really think about it, it's going to be a Tommy Pickles party. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's what we did last year. We had the, the, the baby fence up, except we were inside the Multnomah Art Center because the place uh, that we were originally going to have it canceled on us at the last minute, and we had, like, three days to find a new space. This year, we're, I'm just going to do it outside. We're going to have petite fours because really no child needs a huge piece of cake, not at this age. No. So we're we're going to have some petite fours. Maybe, you know, some applesauce, you know, packets or something. Because they're all going to be like two and three. And we're just going to have a fun little picnic where, you know, they eat a little bit, they play together. Maybe Melody opens her presents. Maybe Fred and I open the presents. But mostly Melody will run around and play. So, no, there's that flicker again. You know, I never realized how much actually soundproofing there is in this. Because I've I've always complained about how loud it is here, that there must be, like, no insulation in the walls for how loud it is. But the difference between going outside being outside in this and being inside is huge, which tells me that the, my neighbors are incredibly loud. Hey, Nishi. I just have really loud neighbors. Yes. Remember, like, two weeks ago, you had talked about we need to get, like, a timeline? Yeah. 
about how long we're not people doing should that today, talk about. huh? No, you're not. You've kind of like well, made it the Nietzsche in a, an electrical storm show. I'm really weird with an electrical storm. I'm really sorry. I'm not like this with any other weather pattern. There's just something about electricity flying through the air that just fries my circuits and makes it hard for me to focus. Thank you for 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 trying to interrupt that pattern. I applaud your your attempt. Well, I've been trying to for about the past twenty minutes. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. I will have to listen to the show to verify that. Because I don't think it, at, at any point have, have you actually redirected us back onto ponies yet. I tried. When? What did you say? I went to say something, but then you continued. Oh. Well, so this is my episode to be all randomy talky. Usually I'm the one keeping us on task. I get one show a year where I get to be completely random and hard to control. And, of course, Summerblade decides that it's going to be that show that she takes and decides to be MIA. It's a conspiracy. Yes. It's a conspiracy. We're all just trying to throw your game off. There's another flash. Okay, go back in the house. I am in the house. Close the window. Would you believe me if I said the window was closed? No. Well, fine, then I shall say nothing. I'm going to eat lava cake. Well, anyway, do you have any pony news this week? Thank you. Thank you for asking because, yes, I have lots of pony news. Some of which I've been waiting because I didn't want to want to do it in, on the anniversary show. And last week I was just kind of like so out of it because, well, you know, you know, you work um, one month straight, no days off, you know, anywhere from fifty-two and a half hours to yes, 65. yes, yes. I know you've mentioned it a couple times. Your brain you kind of goes. I cl- you worked and a lot. We told you you were a crazy woman for working so much. You explained that you need the overtime. Yeah, I needed money. <laughs> the bill yeah. collectors will for not accept an IOU. Oh, no, actually, more it's for the bills to get myself a bit ahead. Because now there is a stoppage in work for at least a week or two. Ah. So, they might have something they don't know. So, 
back to what I was about to say. Um, I do have a lot of pony news. Uh, one of which, do you remember those stuffed My Little Ponies that I found at Michael's? The Thai Beanie Baby brushable hair ones? No. The G4 fabric haired ones? Yes. The ones where, you know, Applejack had, like, you know, little sparkles in her hair, like glitter. And then, well... Do you remember which one of the bunch I didn't have? No. Well, the one they did not have was Miss Fluttershy. And Mom and I, we, I had to go back. I had to go back for some more supplies for something. And I just walk, happened to walk past that same section. I figure, hey, why not? Let me see what I can find. And guess who was sitting there looking out kind of like, where's everybody else? Fluttershy? Yes. I told my mother... This makes twice now that this has happened, where I have gone and I've gotten almost all of the plushies, except for Fluttershy being the one that's, you know, being all mysterious and I can't find her. So I got her to complete that set of ponies and she was also on clearance too and her hair has um, gold glitter in it ooh so she of course has the nice fabric wings I have not taken a picture of her yet I probably will do that next week or this week at some point So I've been waiting on that one. Uh, I went to Walmart and I got a double pack of the Trading Card Series 3. Uh-huh. Which I will, prob- I will probably open those sometime this week. And I have an interesting story about this one. Evidently, in 2013, I got an eBay auction, didn't open it, and just shoved it into the room that is going to be designated for my pony room. (laughs) Nice. So... I was, of course, looking for my badge, looking for everything for the for the fair, and I find this box that is it's sealed up. It's like, did I really actually not open a box? 
brought it upstairs. I sliced open the box to find I had bought a Minton package, <laughs> Sundance and Megan. Ooh. Do you really have a Minton package, Sundance and Megan? Which one? Let me see. I believe it's the original one. Um, the package does have a little bit of damage. Like the plastic is cracked at the top, but everything is still it's, it's in its right place. Yeah, it's My Little Pony, Megan and Sundance, the original. So... So all I gotta say is I can't. I don't remember. I don't, I don't even remember getting it. <laughs> so I will actually have to open up my books and make sure that I marked off everything for Sundance and Megan, so I don't attempt to get their accessories. And then today. I got a pony package from the illustrious Must Be Jewel. Ooh. So should I open it now or should I wait until later? Oh, open it now. <laughs> okay. I do have to say she does a very good a very good taping job. Ah. Because, as we all know, she is kind of making room for, you know, new pony inventory, so she's getting rid of doubles of certain things. And, yeah, I was on top of her, or on top of her auctions, like, you know, like, like nothing. Like, bees on top of a, a beehive. Dear Lord, I think this is Fort Knox with pony packaging here. And here, I thought I did Fort Knox. Yeah. Okay, we are getting through. <laughs> we have gotten one side open. Here we go for the next side. Of course, if I was using a sharper knife, it would probably help, but. I prefer to use a dollar one, just in case. You're liable to get more hurt from a dull knife than a sharp one. Well, see, I keep my fingers a safe distance away. I'm just afraid of whatever's in the package. Ah. Okay. But she is really good. Yeah, I said she is really good about meticulous about packing because um, she not only uses those air bubble things, those air plus, but she also uses styrofoam packing material. And what I had gotten from her was a few souvenirs from past fairs. So I have 
room keys for the 2013 and 2012 fair. I have a keychain from the 2012 fair. And then she had little buttons. And let's see, I've got uh, Pinkie Pie, of course. Uh, the special edition Twilight Sparkle. This was the um, children's edition, the children's home. Um, you you know which one I'm talking about, right? The Hope Charity one. Oh yeah. You remember that one? Yes, I remember that one. I've got Pony Project. I've got My Little Pony Project.com. I've got a regular My Little Pony. And then I have a. Well, I don't even know what, what pony this is. It's all white, but it has a symbol, but I can't make it out. That one will be interesting to decipher. <laughs> But yeah, I I I bid it. I was bidding on the fair stuff because it's kind of like, you know, I I've got a piece of the fair. Ooh. I didn't get to go to it, but I have a piece of it. I have a piece of the history. And then she had a slightly big auction. On wow, this is a lot bigger than what I thought it was. <laughs> It was on ah! some baby accessories from G1, um, some pony playwear. But the one thing I was really interested in was because I have the bathtub, um, the shower tub, but I don't have the... Um, the shower curtain. And now I have the shower curtain. Oh, cool. So let's see what else is in here. I'm trying to look through this thing without opening it up because I'm afraid I'm going to lose the little um, clips for the, um, the shower curtain. But I have several baby bottles. I have one baby necklace. I have a blue mini pony with yellow hair. Let's see if I can get her turned around and let's see if I can see a symbol. Come on, turn around, turn around. Come on. You can do it. Oh, I don't see a symbol on her. Unless I need to open up the package. But yes, I probably do have a lot of these accessories, a lot of the playwear, but I I have to say I do not mind having doubles or triples or even quadruples of the pony pony playwear because of the fact that um, you can have more than one pony wearing the same outfit. (laughs) 
too. Oh, and one of the um, below play pens. So. And I say she was very meticulous about how she packed this. <laughs> oh, I have a rattle. Now, see, I actually have a bunch of ponies that I'm supposed to be restoring for a friend. Unfortunately, it's a lot of re-hairing, and that's, like, my least favorite part of customizing. Ah. So I'm a little behind, but I was actually thinking, because I've taken so long, I wonder if I should try to get the accessories and stuff that used to come with some of these baby ponies. And, like, surprise her and be like, surprise, they're complete now. You must display them. There you go. There you go. Ooh. Okay, this now this right here just goes to show how well um, care of her collection because the pony playwear, you would swear it just came out of the package. Nice. I, I had to open it. <laughs> the temptation. <laughs> So. Oh my gosh, this is sort of pony related. Uh-oh. I just want to share with you on Facebook right now. One of my friends posted an article from freshgrab.sg. And I haven't read the article, but here's the headline. Oh dear. My little pony Man gets engaged to Twilight Sparkle. It shows a man sitting on a bench with his back towards the camera, and sitting next to him appears to be a flush Twilight Sparkle, a custom flush Twilight Sparkle. They seem to be sitting in front of some sort of shrine of sorts. It's hard to tell, but I am a little concerned now. Yeah. Now tell me, when we were kids, did anybody think about getting married to any of the My Little Ponies when we watched the show? Hey, I would not mind getting married to one of the Mountain Boys. Hey, I would not mind getting married to Big Mac. Simply because he's agreeable. Um, I like Big Mac and all, but maybe it's because I'm happily married to an actual human, but I don't feel any sort of romantic inclinations for any cartoon character on the show, past or present. Okay. <laughs> hey, I just like the fact that, like, every time you, honey, I'm going to go out and buy the, yep. Honey, we need a new, yep. Oh. <laughs> oh, and I wanted to tell you something that I found while cleaning the other day that you okay. might be interested in. 
I found okay. a couple. I found a couple of decks of my Sailor Moon card game cards. Ooh! I'm going to put them up for sale for pretty cheap because I don't have anyone to play them with, and therefore they are superfluous to my existence. So I thought I yes. Check for more information on my Facebook under Nicole (laughs) Davis. I believe my Facebook profile says Nicole Laugh Slash Davis, something like that. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) I have no way to know because I'm using the phone app and the phone app doesn't show that. So. Stupid taco. Get out. I got so distracted that I allowed the taco to fuse to the paper. And this is a Peppy's taco, so you do not leave behind any goodness. Come on. Off the paper. That's good, Taco. Come on. Almost there. Come on. Aha! Do you okay, know I'm going to try? Do no, you know? No. Do you know how to... T- Tell whether or not you have a really good, authentic Mexican taco. Um, no, because I have never had a really good, authentic Mexican taco. I have had various forms of Tex-Mex tacos. over my lifetime, but unfortunately, never an authentic Mexican taco. Now, I have had authentic Mexican food, but that's only because one of Fred's friends was our our groomsman in our wedding, brought us some of his wife's cooking one day, and it was the best thing ever. But wait, you can tell it, especially at a restaurant. is when they use white cheese instead of yellow. I just like it when the cheese tastes like cheese as opposed to wax. Wax? Haven't you ever, like, gone to some place and ordered a taco and it's got that yellow cheese that looks like it's gotten a little stale sitting out and whatever they keep the yellow cheese in? And you go to taste it and it doesn't have a flavor except it vaguely has the texture of, of like, candle wax? I do believe that that would be due to the fact that it is 
not actually cheddar cheese. That is the commercially made cheese product made to look like cheddar cheese. Mm. Leftovers from Saturday night. There is a franchise of Mexican restaurants that is only in the Chicagoland and northwestern Indiana area. And yeah, it is good stuff. Are we actually going to finally talk our, about our um, our topic tonight? Because my finding Fluttershy actually brings us right into our topic for the evening. Oh, what is our topic for the evening? Continuing our discussion about the first three episodes of Friendship is Magic. The first three episodes of season one or the first three episodes of season five? Of season five. Okay, we can talk about that. <laughs> well, we left it last oh. week at last time. I shouldn't say last week because I don't remember when we actually started this topic. Where it was up to Flutter Shy to save everybody. <laughs> yeah. Which the first episodes were both stressful and boring. Yes. That's a hard situation to pull off, but I think they pulled it off. Stressful and boring. <laughs> I knew that they would get out because it was the beginning of the of the season five and clearly there's more episodes. <laughs> yeah, that is always the one thing. Yeah. You know, it's kind of becoming very predictable. You know, they get into these situations and you know they're going to get out. But unfortunately, in this one, they did not help have the help of Spike because Spike decided to stay behind because him and Big Mac were going to be trading trading cards. <laughs> you know... I think that had to be the first time I ever heard about Big Mac actually not actually doing something other than work. <laughs> well, and you'd think that, like, after season one opens with Starlight escaping and this village trying to become normal, you'd think that there would be more episodes of perhaps Twilight Sparkle and her friends trying to teach these people, you know, 
how to get used to being an individual again and all that stuff. But no, they just like, but leave and. Okay, you're jumping ahead. Am I? Yes. <laughs> We're at the part where we start the discussion about the second part of the first the first episode. Okay, you have to understand, I didn't actually pay attention very much while watching it. I was playing Pokemon while watching it. Oh, great. So, <laughs> All I can say is that it was it was boring and stressful. I would not watch those two episodes again if you paid me. Well, maybe if you paid me, depending <laughs> on how much you. Well, basically, what it comes down to is, you know, unfortunately, it's up to Fluttershy to save everybody. You know, the most unlikeliest of heroes because I mean, she's so meek, she's so mild, but she does try. Okay, she finds out that the person who is the leader did not actually give up her cutie mark. She's putting on an act. And, of course, you know, instantly, you know, Fluttershy does not like that. So her plan is to expose her because, you know, they've got Twilight Sparkle and they've got everybody else locked in this room. They've tossed um, Double Diamond in there, too. And the girls are all thinking, if we talk about how great friendship is and all of this, you know, we'll get him to change his mind. Well, the next day, of course, everybody wakes up and everyone comes out and what was her name again, please? Starlight. Starlight is all like, oh, okay, are we going to have some new friends? And Twilight Sparkle's just looking at her going, no. And Double Diamond comes running out, kind of like, oh, please, let me rejoin everybody. They were talking about how they blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, dude, seriously, you're supposed to be a guy here. <laughs> no, that's not fair. We shouldn't expect guys to be these stalwart manly, fearless things all the time. Yeah, I know. I was just joking. Guys that are sensitive and thoughtful and artistic and intuitive and and we could discourage them from being that. But this one, it, it, it was just like, you know, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please. And whining about how, you know, they were talking about this, 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 and this. Trying to make them out to be the bad guys. But for all, I mean, it really doesn't go into his motivations. For all we know, that character is doing that to get, to divert Starlight's attention. Well, well, I think so, too, because... Um, the very next scene, you have 
Fluttershy with a bucket of water going and throwing it. Going, you're not exactly what you claim to be either, and throws the, or says something like that. Throws this bucket of water, in which, of course, she just sidesteps it, kind of like, yeah, really? You're going to throw a bucket of water at me? But what she wasn't expecting was a single drop of water hitting her cuting mark. And And erasing... And it rolls down and it erases part of the equal sign. Yes, and... One of the, one of the one of the ponies is kind of like, wait a minute, hold on. Takes a takes a rag and and she's like, oh my god, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And reveals that she never gave up her cutie mark. In which everybody is kind of standing there, staring at her, going, wait a minute, you told us like all this time that you know we give up our cutie marks that you know. We'll all be equal and we'll all live like a happier life, but yet you don't give up your cutie mark? Of course, her explanation kind of, it, it kind of makes sense, but then it's kind of very, very much, you know, a dictatorship way of answering and saying, you know, well, you know, how do you think all the magic happens here? Well, that's all me. And, of course, runs off to her house. So everybody's running off to go get their cutie marks. Because it's kind of like, really? You know what? That's it. I'm done with this. And that's when Fluttershy reveals that, for some reason, she moved their cutie marks into her house. So the next thing we have is them going down into the basement of the house, somehow freeing their cutie marks, getting their cutie marks back, and then all of a sudden this chase starts. No, wait, I'm sorry. Starlight has the cutie marks and she runs off with their cutie marks. Everybody else gets theirs. But she has run off with the core sixes, their, their cutie marks, and She's on the run, and the entire town just kind of just, you know, converges into one massive, okay, they've helped us, so now we've got to help them. Because, you know, Rainbow Dash no longer has her speed. simply because she doesn't have her cutie mark. Which I you think know. is rubbish. Huh? Yeah, I know. Which I think is rubbish. It, it, I know. 
could be that their cutie mark is based on their talent, not that their talent is reliant on their cutie mark. Exactly. And, I mean, that's what they keep telling the, the cutie mark crusaders, but yet, you know, what, you suddenly lose your cutie mark and you suddenly lose whatever talent you have? Yeah, that that definitely made no sense. That is the one thing throughout this entire two-part episode that did not make sense because, you know, at no point was it ever said that the cutie mark is what made the pony. So, but eventually, yes, they all get their cutie marks back and they all get to go back home. And instead of defeating the evil villain, she gets away. And is never heard from again. Yes. But, I mean, you saw what they did with season four. You know, with season four, there was maybe six significant episodes before the end. I have this. This is true. The rest of it was filler. Ah, yes, this is true. I, I mean, and looking at this logically, let's see. You have a pony who effectively brainwashed and enslaved an entire community of ponies by stealing their cutie mark slash talent, kidnapped the heroes of Equestria and one of the Equestrian princesses, all their talents and cutie marks, she should be being hunted down Uh by the royal guard that she should be, you know, hunted as a terrorist facing yep. facing treason charges. And yet yes. they're just like, well, I hope that someday she learns that she learns something from you, just like you learned something from her. Bull. That yep. is insane. And it's none of, nothing yeah. about the first two episodes really made any sense. They were terrible no. episodes. I'm just Say it, Hasbro. They were terrible episodes. I hated them. I didn't enjoy them. Like I said, you'd have to pay me to watch them again, and it would have to be a substantial amount of money. Yeah, I mean, um, this would have been the perfect point to bring Flash Century back. Yes. Okay, as the okay, I will hunt her down, and I will find her, and I will bring her to justice. You know, just so that Twilight Sparkle could just stand there and go, okay. (laughs) Because, you know, if they ever brought him back, she'd just stand there gawking at him and then just say, okay. (laughs) Which I personally love. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely... Two episodes that really showed poor writing skills, lack of thought. I mean, and then again in season three, when there should be this 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 
equestrian-wide pony hunt for what would be the equivalent of a pony terrorist or cult leader. Yep. Instead, we move on to Twilight whining about her castle. Oh, my God. Point, I say, shut up. You live in a castle. I live in an apartment. I will trade you my cozy little apartment for your big drafty castle any day. Exactly. That that is that that brings us yes to episode three. Give me one quick second here. Uh-oh. And yeah, I seriously watched this episode thinking, really. <laughs> you are in a castle where you have enough room. You can make each room a library and still have enough room for even more crap. Yes, I mean... I mean, it was just like... In season season four, she's whining about how I'm a princess, but yet I don't have any duties. There's no reason for it. I don't even have a castle. Now you have a castle, and you're whining about it. (laughs) And the castle is basically in the shape of a tree. So, yeah, it's basically the same building, only transformed. If you look at it, it's the same building, only transformed. Well, and, I mean, I realize she's not rarity, but... If it were me, and you gave me a giant new space to live in, and I was royalty, so clearly my resources are not limited. Yeah. I would be like, I'm decorating everything. (laughs) I would be at every store, patroning every shop in Equestria, boosting the economy and, and, and... Getting artists and ponies in and having a lovely time. Oh, yes. I know. Because if you noticed during the episode, um, all the girls finally are fed up with Twilight Sparkle trying to help them when in reality she's just avoiding her own house. They send her off to the spa because they're going to fix up the house. And Spike goes, I want a bed, okay? The look of the salesman while they were in the store was like, wow, this is so great. I am selling a bed to Princess Twilight Sparkle. (laughs) Yeah, she had an opportunity to really boost, you know... The, the the community of, of Ponyville to really put Ponyville on the map to, you know, 
And and yep. instead she I don't want to go and take a bath in my crystal bathtub because it's not the same as the bathtub I had in the library. It's a crystal bathtub. <laughs> Fuck it up. You can have my plastic bathtub that never fully gets clean because it's plastic, and I will take your freaking crystal bathtub. Her castle is made of crystal. Yes. I don't even know what kind of crystal. It's it's made of crystal, shot up from the ground from a tree. Explain to me the science behind that one. <laughs> A rainbow married a tree and created crystals. (laughs) Okay, it just, and she's whining about it. I have a, it's not like it's haunted. It's brand new. Well, technically it's not brand new. It merged with um, Luna and Celestial's first castle. Well, okay, but even still, she already knows that Luna and Celestia's original castle wasn't haunted because she was the one who went in and, like, so you've all been, like, running around the castle being scared of nothing. Yep. So it just, it really didn't make any sense. And then... I mean, Twilight Sparkle isn't actually a problem solver. No, she's a reporter. She's a reporter. What she does is she looks at the situation, other people actually solve it, and then she says what she learned from the problem being solved. Yep. She's, She's a watcher. She's a lurker. She's a blogger. Yep. She's the princess of blogs. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, and, and um... You'd think that that would be bad enough of an episode. But then I went into episode four. Did you see episode four? Well, we're not talking about episode four. We're sticking to one, two, and three here, okay? And we're, we haven't even finished episode three, okay? Her well, friends okay. decide they're going to help her out because they figure they know her the best. Decorating. And they decorate one room in this entire castle. One room. Okay? Yes. One and, room. And they do a terrible job. <laughs> Well, that's because they put everything they would like to have. Which is incredibly selfish. I've gone on tirades on Facebook about how if you are buying a present for something, you should be considering the person you're buying the present for, not just being like, hey, I want to buy that thing. I don't have a reason to buy that thing. I have a reason to buy that thing. I'm going to give it to this person. Surely they'll like it because I want to buy that thing. I hate when people do that. This is actually one of the things I'm afraid of for Melody's birthday party that her grandma's throwing her, is that rather than 
her getting a bunch of presents that she'll either want or that we need for her. Everybody's just going to buy clothes that we don't need because they just want to buy baby clothes that are girly. <laughs> we have plenty of clothes. We don't need any more clothes. We are backlogged on clothes. Because so many people are like, I'm going to buy the frilly presses. I'm going to buy that pink thing that says beauty queen that you will never put your daughter in because you disagree with the message. <laughs> we are backlogged. <laughs> Or they'll buy her stuffed animals that she won't play with because they'll be generic stuffed animals. But anyway, sorry, sorry. Off topic. Back on topic. Twilight Sparkle's friends who have known her for five seasons already, which in 20 years is like five years, which is like a quarter of their lifetime. Um... You would think that they would know what she was like. And, and yeah, I mean, you would think that, oh, Twilight Sparkle misses the library. Why don't we make it look like the library? But, no, they're like, oh, you know what she needs? She needs hay and barrels and a confetti cannon <laughs> and even no, more and- crystals in her crystal castle that she doesn't like speaking to because it's crystal, which bothers her for some inexplicable reason. <laughs> you know, it just... Yeah, it's, it's just unreal. Athletic, let's give the unathletic, you know, egghead pony pictures of the Wonder Bolt. That's the ticket. <laughs> But, you know, eventually they all kind of, you know, sit there and think about it. And they're all like, let's go to where she used to live. And they're looking and it's like, this is where she has the most memories from. And I love what they did. I love how they dug up the old tree to use the root to hang, you know, memories, like pictures. Okay. And then they said, well, you know, in this room you might find, you know, like apple jackos. In your kitchen you might find a few extra bales of hay and apples and rarity goes, well, in your throne room, you might find a few extra sparkly things. You find out that they each eventually took one room and put their own personal mark on it. And that's basically all that, you know, she needed was her, because the whole entire thing with her is her friends. She constantly had them over at the, at the library. Okay. By this time, she has already traveled back 
to uh, let's quote unquote the real world and Equestria girls and had a sleepover with everybody in the same house. So what she was missing was some kind of personal interaction with her own friends in her own house. It was a strange place. It was a new place. Which, if you think about it along those lines, then it's believable, and then it's understandable. It may be a strange place and a new place, but I still, I have a hard time feeling sympathetic. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) And if she knew that, Again, why isn't she telling people, hey, I feel kind of like the castle isn't home. Why don't we all have a sleepover, like a housewarming party or something? But she doesn't say that, and she acts like a complete psycho. (laughs) That's unfortunately the one worst part about Twilight Sparkle is she doesn't, she has a mind, but she never speaks it. Except to tell people that they don't make any sense. Which yes. Which evidence is rather hypocritical. I agree. And she'll stand there and say, hey, you know what? You need to be doing this. Well, um, girl, you need to be in your own house. Even though I will say I love the scene where Fluttershy is all happy that Twilight Sparkle was nice enough to come over, help clean all the animals, and, you know, she's like, I'm sure you're ready to go back home to get all cleaned up. And Twilight's like, wait a minute, there, there, isn't there any more animals to get, that need to get cleaned? And the next thing you know, she she's pushing Angel so that she gets dirty so that she has to clean her. Oof. You have to admit, that was pretty funny. Yeah, but actually my favorite part in that whole episode was when Spike comes back to see how they're doing. And he's <laughs> like... What did you do? She didn't like being here before. She's definitely not going to like coming here now. (laughs) I love Spike because Spike basically says what everybody in the audience is actually thinking. What we're screaming at the screen as we're watching this terrible episode. Spike Spike comes in and says, she's going to hate this. This looks like, like insanity. Grew up in here. 
Yeah, about five seconds before a confetti cannon goes off. <laughs> and he's just kind of like, wow, y'all need to just, like, clean this up. Um, so Samantha, due to Samantha's in the chat room, she says, wait, Twilight's castle merged with the castle of the two sisters? Yeah. Basically, the tree. Says, sorry, Samantha says for episode two that you're wrong. It wasn't um, diamond, double diamond that came running out. It was party favor. I know it was somebody. Yes, I knew it was a boy. Yeah, I knew it was a boy. That's all. That's all I can remember. I, I knew it was a boy. But um, yeah. Um, the, the the castle and the tree both merged together. Basically, in my mind, I think this castle was created because that would be... The tree thought that's what Twilight Sparkle would be comfortable with. Well, and given that her friends were, like, one with the elements of harmony, it would know what she needed, and it would know yeah. who her friends were. I mean, it grew thrones with their cutie marks on them. Grew thrones with their cutie yep. marks on them. It grew a magic table that moved their cutie marks around where to where they're needed. They're now basically the Avengers. But yet you never see this table do this again. It might do it again. I mean, we're only like five or six episodes in. I still need to see episode five and possibly six if there's a six. I'm behind because I know I I saw episode four. And then I went on to uh, my on demand and like all the episodes that were on there are suddenly gone so I need to see whether or not the episode that's going to be expiring on the 23rd is the next one. Oh, Samantha says she disagrees. She doesn't think that Twilight's Castle merged with the Castle of the Two Sisters. She thinks that it's in a totally different spot and was given as a gift of the Tree of Harmony. Tree occurred. <laughs> and blew up her, her house. <laughs> but, well, no, no, T-Rex blew up her house. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think you need to go back and watch some episodes before we actually really do this justice, because I feel like we're we're missing something. And, and like, maybe because we were, we've been so disappointed with these three episodes, we, are, we haven't, we've missed some key points, perhaps. Well, see, this is why we need to make sure there's three of us on the show. <laughs> because there's going to be somebody that's going to remember something differently. Well, I... I... What the heck was that? Huh, oh, that right. was my neighbor uh, coming home. Okay. Um, 
that was that was my neighbor coming home from um medical treatments and I think that was the uh the guy letting the dog know that she's home. <laughs> gotcha. Because it, it was quite funny. Two weeks ago, um she came home and I had went to go let him in and he refused to come in the house until he knew she was in the house and the person who was bringing her home was gone. I mean, he seriously looked back at me kind of like, you want me to do what now? Uh, No, I'm staying right here. Weird. And as soon as the car pulled out of the drive, the van pulled out of the driveway, he was like, okay, I can co- I can come in now. No, he's like the neighborhood watchdog. <laughs> it's like if someone's there that ain't supposed to be there, everybody knows. <laughs> so, anyway, but yeah, but this just, I mean, the whole point of discussing these three episodes was... Um, the fact that we ended up with a whiny Twilight Sparkle again. Well, and I mean, I'm I'm just I'm very disappointed at the nature of season five so far. You know, it's like. Okay, we don't have the elements of harmony, so we will never speak of them again. Um, Yep. It's been very serious and very adult. Um, I mean, they... I really... It seems like the message from the first two episodes was equality does not mean everyone has to be the same. Right. That's not definition of equality, which is a very grown-up message. I I don't think that these two episodes were actually aimed at what's supposed to be the target demographic of My Little Pony, which is kids. I think this was actually aimed at the Brony fans or the adult fans of My Little Pony because it's a very grown-up... I mean, I don't think a kid would get the message. I think a kid would just kind of be scared by the whole episode. They were kidnapped and held against their will. That's terrifying. Yep. You have to be an adult to understand what the message is past that. And then the next episode, they kind of get into what makes a house a home isn't the shape of the house, but the the memories you make in it. And it's not that that's a good... It's not that that's not a good message. It might be true, but it's not really a beneficial message, I think, to kids. Because, I mean, kids don't really have a choice. They just live where their parents live, and and their house is what their parents make it. I don't think Season 5 is actually being aimed at children anymore. And then... I know we're not supposed to get into season four, but I was mad that episode four even existed. I didn't yeah. think they should have done it. I didn't like it. I hated 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 it. 
hated it. Boy, can, can you can, can you tell us what you really feel? What are you really feeling? I, I hated it worse than I hate what Hasbro calls rainbow ponies now. Yeah, they're it's yeah, they are. And you know, they're not actually talking to kids about interpersonal relationships anymore. No. They're talking to grown-up fans now. It's like they they don't even care that kids watch the show anymore. No. If I was a parent, and I had seen, you know, some of the other seasons, and, you know, this is a, a great, lighthearted show for kids, teaches them about friendship. And I let my kid watch the show thinking this these episodes were going to be on par with the previous seasons. And then I found out my kid's having nightmares because she thinks she's going to get kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Or, because know, Simply because she is not following what everybody else is doing. You know, because she's a little kid, so she only knows what actually happened and not necessarily the message that they're trying to impart. And yeah. Or if she saw if she saw episode four and I hear bawling coming from the living room because what's wrong with the turtle mommy? I would be pissed. It is not Hasbro's job to take a children's show and simply because a lot of grown-ups are watching it and are paying money for the toys to make it then an adult show. Wait a minute. What happened to the turtle? My little... Didn't you see Thanks for the Memories? No. I thought episode four was the one where um, Apple, Apple Bloom was having those that episode was so boring and forgettable and frustrating that I totally forgot it even existed. No, I guess yeah. I guess episode five is the one I'm pissed about. Episode four also didn't make any sense. Episode five is Tanks for the Memories, and I'll just let the title speak for itself. Okay, I'm gonna. I guess I'll have to watch it. Yeah, it's, and and no matter how how much they try to veil what they're actually talking about in Tanks for the Memories, I think us adults actually know what happened to Tanks. To Tanks. And I'm I'm just I'm disappointed and. I'm, like, with episode four, my biggest frustration with the Cutie Mark Crusaders is that they decided that because Babs got her Cutie Mark, that she couldn't be a Cutie Mark Crusader anymore. Who better to coach ponies who don't have their Cutie Mark than one who struggled to get her own? Yep. Why sh- why couldn't she be a Cutie Mark Crusader anymore? Why couldn't she be alumni? 
basically, actually, what it was more like about was that, you know, okay, she's got her cutie mark now, but we, we can't be friends with her anymore. Yeah, that was it's a kind really of confusing episode for me. And actually, that was a really bad episode, especially to gear it towards kids, because it's like, think about, um, I'm going to go a little bit off topic here. Did you ever see the movie Bratz? No. Darn. It was a really good one. Well, basically the whole movie revolved around, they all went to high school and this one girl basically ran the entire thing. And if you were a cheerleader, this is where you sat and you hung out with just the cheerleaders. If you were in soccer and you were a soccer girl, you hung out with just this group. Isn't that the first Equestria Girls movie? Kind of, yeah. But it's kind of it's kind of like the same thing as of what they were doing. It was kind of like, well, you have your cutie mark now. Now you can't be with this clique. Now you've got to go and be with this clique. And I guess that maybe they were trying to express like the fears that girls have about going through puberty or something. But yeah. as I'm sure most of the writers for the show are men, I don't think it's really appropriate for them to write that topic. Especially in a show that's geared towards five, three three to seven year olds. They're not going to go through that for about five to ten years. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it's it is not something the average seven or eight year old is worried about. No. Which again means that they're not actually writing for what they claimed was their target audience anymore. They are writing for grown ups. They're writing for the bronies. For for bronies. They're writing for the 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 late teens and early twenties who they perceive are the ones purchasing all the crap for you know that they're pumping out. The yep. people who are buying crap from Hot Topic, that's who they're writing for now. And I'm sorry, but I just can't get behind that because I have been collecting My Little Pony since 1981. I had the the Original My Pretty Pony. I got it for my second birthday. And and you know what? I don't buy the Hot Topic crap because I went into Hot Topic and I looked at the Hot Topic crap and I said that this looks like crap. (laughs) The paint is bad. I would just have to customize it and I don't have that kind of time. I am backlogged on things I need to finish customizing now. I haven't bought a single Funko My Little Pony thing since the show began. And I have been collecting My Little Pony since, again, since the very beginning. Yep. Okay, so 
It just, they shouldn't be writing this for adults. If adults were happy with the format of the show when it was written for kids, there is no need to change it. But if this show is not going to be appropriate for kids anymore, and if they're writing about people getting kidnapped and puberty and pets dying, they're not writing it for kids anymore. Wait a minute. What pet died? It's, again, it, they didn't come out and say he died. They just went through all the motions of him dying. They claim he's hibernating, but they freaking bury the turtle. So, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. I'm back locked on episode. What, 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 whoa, wait, wait, wait. Whoa, wait. They have to... The episode tanks for the memories. The message is supposed to be about how to be a friend to someone who's grieving. They claim it's because Tanks is going to go into hibernation and, and, and Rainbow Dash will have to spend the winter without a pet. But I looked that crap up. And you know what? If you keep a turtle in a he- in heated wa- enclosure with heated water and a heated tank, they don't hibernate. All she had to freaking do is put him in an aquarium with a heat rock. So don't tell me that he was hibernating. Boy, I think Ah. you just spoiled the next episode for me. Uh, Well, spoiler alert, Rainbow Dash cries a lot. Like a little baby. Bald like a little baby. Ah, I, I really hate season five. In fact, I think I've been considering this, uh, this season has been so bad that I have been considering going to DeviantArt and resigning as admin for from certain groups because people keep trying to submit background character art because that's so creative. Background character art. And I am having to force myself to watch the show just so that I make sure it's getting filed in the right folders. Well, I shouldn't have to keep watching the show just to file people... Boring background art. Boy, Nation, you know you really, you really shouldn't keep keep the the emotions in. You know, you should really tell us how you really feel. <laughs> My husband is more willing to watch season five than I am. Now that is scary. Yeah, my husband's like, hey, you want to watch ponies? I'm like, no, couldn't we watch something with, like, serial killers or, you know, monsters, killer dinosaurs, man-eating rabbits? <laughs> Zombies. <laughs> not, maybe not, let's not get crazy now. I'm still terrified of <laughs> My husband just got me Fire Emblem Awakening for my 3DS. The bad guys in that 
are summoning zombies. When they when the zombies, the risen first appeared in that game, I was like, Oh my god <laughs> No <laughs> Although I will say that it's rather it's rather uh, cathartic destroying them. But no, let's let's not get crazy. I may be willing to watch ponies before I, I, I watch something with zombies. It's just men, male writers shouldn't be writing about puberty that little girls go through because they don't actually know. No. That would be like a, writing about things that men go through. Well, we don't have that part. We don't actually know. So we shouldn't write about it like we do. Men shouldn't write about girls going through puberty because... It's, they're never going to actually know what that's like. But I will, I will wager that all the writers for that episode were probably male. Because statistically speaking, most writers in the entertainment industry right now are male. Yep. I think that if it was written by a woman, it wouldn't have gone that way. No. And I'm a little disappointed that Princess Luna waited till the end of the episode to show up when this could have been resolved much sooner. She claims it was a busy night. <laughs> hey, you know, apparently all the cutie mercers were having nightmares all at the same time. About the same thing. <laughs> well, you know, and, she and also has... <laughs> and, and what gets me, what, what's even better is they hinted at what Sweetie Belle's actual talent is, and they hinted at what Scootaloo's actual talent is. They did not hint at what sweet, at what um, Apple Bloom's actual talent is. I don't think they know what they're going to do with Apple Bloom. I no. think they're still totally lost as to who Apple Bloom is. I think so, too. But you have so to making, admit it. Go ahead. They're making a show that they're not actually ready to make because they don't actually know where they're taking the characters. I I actually have a funny feeling that this is a new group of writers. Well, I suppose we could IMDB it. Because... Hey, we have minutes left of showtime. Huh? We only have ten minutes left of showtime. I just looked at yes, the clock. I, I didn't realize how 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 late it was. Well, that's what because you fun? ranted about you were raving and ranting about uh, electrical storms for about a, a half hour. We have ranted and raved about lots of random things for more than an hour on on different days. So 
I think you're just yeah. mad that I'm the one that's been that's been random today instead of you. I think I promise I'm not trying to steal your 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 rambling. You're still our number no. one. No, no, it's just that you are the one that before was going on and on about. Oh, we need to make sure we limit everything I to was, five minutes. <laughs> I was just telling you, I've, I've only been telling you what my husband has been telling me to tell you. <laughs> because he doesn't want to actually get on the air, but he does want to get on the air. <laughs> but see, I just think it was just so funny that you were like, oh, I'm going to make a schedule for everything. And then you go off for a half hour talking about an electrical store. <laughs> I didn't say when I would make a schedule. Nothing saying I was going to make a schedule for what we're going to eat in this household for like two years now. I still haven't done it. What do you want? <laughs> okay. Anyway, but I just love the end where, you know, Apple, where they all the entire Apple family comes to breakfast and you've got poor Granny Smith having to put her hooves, having to stand at the dinner, at the, at the table. Applejack has to stand. Apple Bloom has to stand. Big Mac, Big Macintosh is the only one that gets to sit down at the table. Yeah. Oh, for the record, the writer of the Cutie Mark Chronicles or whatever it, it was called was a guy named Josh yep. Peters. So a guy wrote about girls going through puberty, which yep. I think is wrong. It should it should just never happen. No. Guys shouldn't be allowed to write about things that are specific to women because they've never been women. Unless maybe Josh used to be a woman and then got a, a gender change, which you know that happens all the time now, I guess. But but if if Josh or, has always been a guy, shouldn't be he shouldn't be writing about female puberty. Or, or 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 he could be the only boy in a family full of girls. Um. Even then. Even then. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Speaking of the complainer. <laughs> yeah. Do you see a picture of Pinky on my phone? No, no. Did you have fun with that? Are you happy to be home? Oh, I had to get something at this time. Oh, it's your chew amiibo. Nice. You got a choo-choo? Pikachu. She calls Pikachu choo-choo. <laughs> Did you get a choo-choo? No. Joanna Lewis, 
and Kristen's song code. So, Girls Wrote About the Castle episode, but not puberty episode. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I that and then the Mark map episodes were written by Megan McCarthy, Scott Selnaborn, somebody named M.A. Larson. And that was episode one. We have the same writers for episode two. Um, and the same writers for episode two. So the first two episodes had both men and women. The third episode was written by a woman. But the fourth episode, for some unknown and illogical reason, was written by a man. dog in and for some reason he's overly excited and whenever he gets overly excited he runs back and forth throughout the house so I have to warn my mother that he is running back and forth through the house like a moron have ever wrote for any of the other episodes. Well, I couldn't try to make time to research that. Ew? Did you make an ew? Oh, you did make an ew. Okay. But I need the... Oh, there it is. Well, she says, she says, ew. So. Oh. Yeah? Did you run around the store today? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Your diaper is not on correctly. Really? really. Hi. Hi. But yes, watch watch Tanks for the Memories. You'll see what I'm so upset about. Okay. You did not make an eel. It was wet, but that's not the same thing. Samantha, you're just going to have to listen back to the uh, recording to find out what Nishi was talking about in regards to puberty episode. 
<laughs> oh, did did she log off for a, for a while or something? <laughs> See, this is why you should not go away from your keyboard during the show. You will miss things, and then you will be out of the loop, and we'll have to download in order to find out what we discussed. Are you talking <laughs> to me or her? <laughs> I who you're talking to. Aren't you the one that, like, is seldom at your keyboard? Do you know where to miss your books? Oh, hi. Uh... Yes, the pony husband is home, ladies and gentlemen. The pony husband is home. Yes. I apologize for my husband not being aware that we are on the air. Ah, uh, yes, we did. Oh. Well, her cat is... Mrs. the Tony cat is harassing my cat, like always. If your cat groomed herself better, my cat wouldn't have to try and compensate. <laughs> you would. Oh, jeez. Well, if it's a male cat, then he's... He's taking on the same traits as his male owner. Well, okay, my cat is significantly older than, like, Fred's cat, and my cat has been fixed. My cat is a girl. Yeah. Nicole's cat is a boy. My cat is a boy. Fred's cat is a girl. Well, then what the heck is her problem? She should be preening herself so that she looks good. All the time. She's a little... She she has some sort of mental health issues or something. I got her when she was about six months old. She was a sim- partly domesticated stray cat. Ah. And I waited on top of the porch she was hiding under until she she thought I was gone, and then she she started to come out. And when she was more than halfway out, I grabbed her and I took her <laughs> home. <laughs> and for the first oh. year, she walked really close to the ground and constantly looked up. Like she was terrified of being snatched from the boat. Well, I would be I too. Oh, by the way. This is Kimono, and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. Get her in just under the wire. Yeah. So... Yeah, she she's she's always had her issues, but we love her anyway. And she's actually learning to be quite social. She doesn't immediately run away from from the toddler anymore, so so she she's coming to understand us in our ways. There you go. Now that she's and <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it just sometimes takes a little time for people to, people and cats and dogs to realize stuff. Yeah, it only took a decade or so. <laughs> and my cat's 15 today. Ooh. Your cat's older yeah. than my dog. 
Your your cat's old, older than Pony Puppy. Yes. But he does not know that. No. He 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 is a whole year older and he still thinks he's a player. Yeah. Well, I should probably get off the phone since Tony uh, Talk is technically over. Okay. And, and I'd have to scrape together dinner with no food in the house, so. Well, good luck with that. Until next week, what? Pony Night Nights. Pony Night Nights and watch episode five. I will. Good night. Good night. Is that it? Are we alone? Well, till next week, happy pony hunting. Good night.